even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Friends, we are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, the Mad King, the Jesus. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> I am broken, John Turiano. Nice. Uh, you are listening to episode forty. We made it. Yeah. Uh, contact information as always. You can reach us at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call our hotline number at three four seven Smarky six or three four seven seven six two seven five nine six. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast cast you use. Just search The Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks and we'll be the first ones that show up. And uh, subscribe to our Twitter. at Smarky Geeks. At Frankie DeJesus. At the John Triano. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group. Favorite place to be online. Subscribe to us on Instagram. At the Smarky Geeks. And also if you need a cool t-shirt or a tank top or a facial mask for your social distancing, go to the merch table on our website and buy yourself one. Um, treat yourself. Treat yourself. You deserve a a Bullet Club style Smarky Geek shirt. You deserve a Los Angeles style uh, Smarky Geek shirt. You know, and do the world a favor and wear a mask. And we can help you. We can facilitate this for you. Just go to the merch table on the SmarkyGeeks.com website. It's like a used car salesman. <laughs> well, that was kind of good though. Like I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting used to the brand. Yeah, little updates. Uh, we're posting every episode of the YouTube of the show on YouTube, um, so you can find the show there as well. The episode 38, I could not get up there because it was over two hours, and the website I used had a problem with that. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out like a different way to use because in this case we go over two hours and stuff like that. Uh, which will not be this episode. No, definitely um, not. Uh, so, but we are... I do want to put other stuff on the YouTube website, uh, on our YouTube channel. And uh, I uploaded a unboxing type of thing. Uh, I'm calling it Busted Open. Uh, boxes Busted Open. And it's just me un- unboxing wrestling-related stuff. This week, the first episode was me unboxing the ringside exclusive uh, Chris Jericho, AEW Chris Jericho um, action figure. Um, and uh, that's it. And then, and, uh, let's get on with the show. What are we watching, John? We are watching a special one. We are watching the G1 Supercar from Madison Square Garden history. that we were in attendance for. History. This was history. Yeah. Well, actually, we start from the beginning. I watched the Battle World already, mm-hmm. but I'm just starting it here. It's yeah. easier to start from here. Yeah. It's so. a good pick. It's a good pick. I know. Fact picked it. Uh, so let's get on. That was, that's that's the extent of our banter for today. Yes. Uh, so let's get on with the show. Um, so uh, Jericho's Rocking Ranger at Sea has been postponed. Um, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But it was put on sale already, and then it sold out. Tickets had already been sold out, and um, the rumor was that the they were supposed to have a trios tournament here at this thing 
and crown like the trio's champion um which i guess kind of makes sense now that they announced the other tournament right as to why why how that came about because I, I doubt both would be happening right um, right so they so so that's been postponed uh so yeah so that, that kind of sucks i don't know if that means i mean i don't think that derails anything other than that trios tournament for aw it'll, probably, it'll still happen eventually yeah that, i mean that's a chris jericho thing aw records there if they want to or if jericho allows them to right uh, but it doesn't affect aw in, in the slides they'll just continue doing what they've been doing um brian myers is on impact yeah, he's the, late, the latest guy to join. The Prince of Queens. Uh, in his new Mets gear that he has. <laughs> he has a social distancing mask in here. It has a, the M on it. But it's for Myers, not... Right, right, right. Not, not um, Mets. Right. Uh, but he's in the color of the Mets and stuff like that. Uh, so that's cool. I kind of like that. That you know, they, I, I like that the Good Brothers are with Impact. And then the My, uh, Brian Myers... Supposedly signed an ECW and EC3. Oh, did I say EC3? <laughs> EC3 is with uh, Impact and stuff. I like that. And Eric Young is back. And Eric Young, but I like the idea that you know these talents went there, you know, and other places instead of going to AEW per se. You know, right? You know, like it spread around. Yeah, you know? which I think is cool. Um, so that's cool. Uh, AEW. Talent aren't just going to WWE or 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 AEW. Right. You know, that's a. I'm sure you got a big deal for that. You know, going to MLW and stuff like that. Uh, so that's cool. That's good for MLW. One thing I was gonna. I was gonna talk about this during the main event but I might as well just get rid of it here I've been noticing this in all WWE shows so Raw, Smackdown and NXT for the last few weeks and I just noticed it this week on AEW have you noticed the can heat that they've been using on all these shows what do you mean the the can audience it's not real audience like the, the audience is there and they make some noise, like banging on and stuff, but a lot of it, the cheers that you hear in the background, the chattering cheers, like, ah, that's canned heat. They're using canned audio. I mean, it's not the coolest thing in the world. In a regular world, we would be pissed about it, but right now... I hate it. I hate it. And I don't know why... I'm pretty sure AEW's doing it, too. I can't... Like, I was listening to it, and I was like, that sounds too... I know they have people up in the bleachers, but I don't think they would be making this loud of a noise. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's too constant, the the, the constant cheering. The, right. Like, I'm like, that can't be fun. You know? Like, it, it's... But I don't know. Like, AEW just felt natural on its own. Fuck! Again, I forgot. Um, AEW on its own just felt natural without all that shit. You know? Why change it up? You know, or maybe they're just testing it because this was the first time I noticed it. Uh, maybe I'll go back to like previous episodes six to see if I can notice more canned heat for AEW. But I've always noticed it. I've noticed it for the last few weeks on NXT. Right. Um, but for AEW, this was the first time I was like, they're using canned heat too. And then 
for WWE, it's confirmed. Like, I think, um, what's her name? Stephanie McMahon talked about it. Like, that they are using canned heat right. and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know about A. I don't think A. I don't know if Tony Khan came out and talked about it yet. Um, if he is using it. What the, what the fuck? Sorry. Um, Strong professional. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Back to business. Alright, so. So that's the news, basically. I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff to talk about. But uh, but let's talk about Extreme Rules. Do we have to? Yeah. Because I'm of two minds of it. I didn't, you, I'm sure you went back and rewatched it. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. I'm going by just what I saw when we watched it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we... Like, do you have the card on? Yep. What's the, what's the first match? Let's talk about that. Don't it was, worry about the kickoff. It was the pre-show. All right, yeah. All right. It was Kevin Owens defeated Murphy. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. That, that was actually really good. Uh, very, very decent match. Um, if I had a snark, it's three snarks. What's the next one? Uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura defeated the New Day. Yeah. This was also really good, too. Um, not great or anything like that, but it was really fucking good. Uh, match-wise, you know what I'm saying? Now, I uh, heard that, um... Kofi got hurt. Yeah, Kofi got so he's hurt. He's gonna be out now. Biggie's gonna get his push. Supposedly, right? It's WWE. Um, who else? Next up, Bailey defeated Nikki Cross. Another very decent match. What else? Wow. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated. This match I actually watched most of. Because we were recording while we were watching it. Seth Rollins defeated Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Up to the end, it was actually pretty good. It, up to the end, up to up. Yeah, it was a great fucking match. It, and and this is where I was talking about, like, I'm off two minds of it because I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. What they, you know, the, you know, what this is for. It's eye for an eye match. And uh, the whole idea is to take the guy's eye out, right? Right. And, uh, and that happens. <laughs> and, 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 in some form and it happens and he throws up and all that shit and it was so fucking stupid in my mind and in my head I'm like this is fucked up why these guys don't deserve this right. they deserve better but then in my head I'm like did they promise us anything else they said this was an eye for an eye match maybe I should judge it for that but but the the the, the logical side is like dude did you watch that shit and then the other part of me, but they said it's an eye for an eye match like Yo, what what else were you expecting? You know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, the match itself. Match wasn't itself bad. was great. Yeah, yeah, we were watching. It wasn't bad. Yeah, very. It was it was a spot match, but it was it was good shit. You know. Uh. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good match. I I can't I, just the, that the fact that it was attached to this whole gimmick concept of uh, eye for an eye thing is what bothers me, but. That's what they said it was going to be. Yeah, it's stupid, and I, I I'm not trying to defend it, but it is. It was good. What else was after this? Oscar and Sasha Banks went to, went to a no contest. Yeah, the match itself was good until they did the the silly end. I I don't know how they treated it on Raw the next day because um the whole idea was. The, oh, yeah, the referee that's right. was out. Sasha pinned, pinned Oscar with, with Bailey with referee, referee shirt on. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, what was funny about that though was, I don't know who changed it, but if you went like maybe like 
sometime a little bit after that if you went on uh, Bailey's Wikipedia it says also works as a referee for oh. WWE hilarious <laughs> uh, so that was funny uh, but yeah except for that the way they they ended it the, the finish it it was a good match yeah I shitty ending with that you know, the, the whole gimmick but I can't knock it uh, what else um, Drew McIntyre defeated Dolph Ziggler in, in a stipulation match. The only person that that was an old qualification match only for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it was, a, it was a extreme rules just for Dolph. Right, right. Uh, and again, it was it was a cool idea. We 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 commented on it. it was like, yeah, that's actually kind of a smart idea, right? And then it it gave for interesting moments in the match where at one point. Drew McIntyre had him in like out on the outside of the ring had him in the uh, suplex and he's about to suplex him through a table but then in, he realized if I do that because if he if he gets DQ'd in any way he would lose the title right. to Dolph um, he was about to put him and he realized like oh shit and then turns it around mid flight and then drops him on the floor you know it, it gave like some interesting little things like that I was like oh this is kind of interesting uh, but yeah, and then the match itself again it was actually not not bad. Uh, three, three and a half, you know, it was a lot of three and a half stuff. It's just a lot of the finishes were just garbage. Right. Um, that was it, right? Um, yeah, we had the swamp thing. Yeah, no, no, that was it, right? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, the swamp shit was just garbage. That's the most horrible part about it. It was just dumb. That's just not for me. Yeah. Um. And uh, and unfortunately, it showed because Raw didn't really get a, like uh, a bump, a pay per view bump, on their their ratings and shit like that. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if they, if that means they're gonna change or anything like that. Try to do things better. Because uh, a lot of what this show was built towards was to be a Raw, find out what happens next on Raw. Right. You know? And you know, like with Oscar and shit like that. You know, Drew McIntyre, all that shit was built to see what happens next on Raw. I mean, you, everyone was supposed to go watch it, and no one did that. You know? Again, I, I don't know if there was sports stuff on that day um, that may have gotten away, but... I doubt it. Because I know that's coming back. Uh, but, yeah. That, all in all, match-wise, it was actually a decent show. Uh, just the finishes and shit like that, which is garbage. And some of the concepts. Which is garbage. Uh, and you, you come away thinking like these guys deserve better than this, you know? Right. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it, it was, I, I wasn't I wasn't bothered by it. What about you? What I saw, but I liked. I mean, yeah. outside of the crappy finishes, like you said. Yeah. Mm, it's hard to focus on WWE right now, like especially Raw and SmackDown. The shows are so bad, like the weekly shows. Yeah. So, I mean, and a lot of this. The matches itself were fine. This is a lot of the, the concepts and the the bits and shit like that are from those shows and stuff right. like that. You know, and they were just paying off on that shit. Uh, but yeah, can't I can't can't throw it away. But I'm not gonna recommend anyone go out and watch it. It's definitely not a recommended one. Right. Yeah. Uh. All right. All right. Speed. We're speeding through this. We're, yes, doing, we're, yes. getting, we're getting through this. Uh. Let's do the main event Wednesday night smarks, uh, where weekly we we shoot review both shows against each other, AW NXT, in a uh, kayfabe sort of way, where we just 
take our true opinions and slap them to 11. Um, and uh, who goes first? Um, uh, you, first? you do. I want less. Okay. Let's do the ratings first. AEW won big in ratings. Yeah. But there is a caveat to this. I don't know if it affected NXT ratings at all, but the NBA was backwards in it. Well, like I, like I, the same thing with last week. It's the same story. Usually, this affects AEW more than it affects... Now it's affecting NXT. You could also look at it as NXT is just following the trends of the other WWE shows. Also, I mean, you got look at it this way, too. For months, I've been saying, is the, net, is the fact that the network shows NXT the next day, is that affecting the views? And you're like, no, not really. But if you want to watch the NBA on Wednesday nights, knowing damn well you can watch NXT on Thursdays on the network, are you doing that? No, because the network numbers don't show that. Like, no, I, I understand. Like, you know I understand no, no, I understand that. But because they don't show, we don't know. But it's possible. We don't know because the numbers aren't showing it, but it's possible. Yeah, but that it, people tuned, turned off yes. NXT. People turned off NXT to watch the NBA come back. It, it's possible. I don't know. I doubt, I doubt the network is a reason. Like, because no one... Because they don't have the subscriptions that they need for that shit, you know? So I, I don't think that's... I don't think that's the thing. Because the network's a failure. Like, like, they're giving up on the network, pretty much. Um, at least as it is. Um, and DVR exists, you know? So yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's, that's a thing. Um... But yeah, it was another bloodbath, which is a shame. Because I feel like NXT is like getting back on track. Yeah, this show shit. this week was really good. I love this week's show. I loved it. I don't think, other than some structural things, which I'll get into later, but other than that, I think the whole show was really, really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, other than that, uh, I got no other hot takes on the ratings. It was just, the, and AEW did their, their biggest number since March, from what I read. Um, so it was really good for them. Um, I think they were in the top five or the first place on that that day. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to lie. Um, but yeah, it's looking good. Not so good for NXT. Uh, but I'm hoping them getting themselves back on track, bring shit back to them. You know. Yeah. Um, like maybe people will stop watching it because it will start to turn WWE yeah. late, and maybe when they start seeing that, it's actually turning into really good shows. Yeah. They might start turning it, tuning in. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, but it, I feel like some of that structural thing I was talking about might affect that as well. Um, but let's let's get into it. Uh, let's get into the show. So we're gonna do the hour hour per hour. Yeah, uh, you know where to stop. Your, your hour ends at that on um, the tag match. Okay. Uh, so we open up. Cody's in the ring. No entrance for him. He's just right in the ring. It will really get started. They're, they announce Cody. Blah, blah, blah. Sixth defense of the TNT uh, title. And uh, before they can even introduce the next guy, boom, it's motherfucking Eddie Kingston. I was I was elated. I was like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, and they kept us 
in um, interest for this, you know, because we didn't. They kept this was taped. This was a tape show, right? And uh, everyone kept everyone from AEW kept talking about, oh, it's gonna be a fucking big surprise. Everyone's gonna love it, and everyone kept thinking it's either gonna be a warhorse who is someone who's gonna be there next week, right? Um, and he's a big indie guy, or they they assumed it was gonna be a NXT guy, um, which I'm not sure how that would have worked if it could have been because it's from last week, which I think was before the the cutoff the the thing but if it's taped I wonder if they can they record something and then air it after that's a damn good question we'll I'm never not... find out but I was curious yeah like but everyone you know people were wondering it's probably possibly one of those NXT guys that left or, or those 90 uh, the other people WWE right. people that left um so so it was up in the air who's it gonna be and it was fucking Eddie Kingston and I, and I love Eddie Kingston um and this dude, he can talk you into the match. And he got on the mic, and he did a quick fucking two-minute promo on Cody, talking about because Cody before was talking about how he grinds and he's a you know he he he's out there working his hardest. He's a hard time, hard worker, you know, like his father and shit like that, right? And he can Eddie Kingston come out there and he's like, you talk about the fucking grind, you know? I grew up with alcoholics, you know. The 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 thing with Eddie Kingston is that you feel him. He's a heel. He's an asshole heel, but when he talks, you feel for him. You're like, God damn. And, and he, he just talked you right into the match. Um, and he said, like, he, Tony Khan paid him to be there, but he said only, but he wanted a no DQ match, but only if Cody, but then Tony, Tony Khan was like, only if Cody agrees to it. Uh, and of course, Cody did agree to it, and... I just like how he's like, so what's it going to be, Cody? Are you an egg-sucking dog or an egg-sucking bitch? Bringing back that whole Dusty, you know, uh, the Dusty's an egg-sucker. Egg right, right. Uh, bringing that shit back because Eddie Kingston is a, a, a big fan of that old stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've, I don't know if you can tell, but I fucking love this. Uh, just checking out something right quick. Okay. Um... So yeah, so so yeah, so great promo. It's a no DQ. It starts off quick. Cody um, Eddie Kingston just drags, uh, attacks Cody from behind and drags him to the ground and shit like that. Literally dragging him down to his level. You know, it's a no DQ match and just drags him down to his level. Uh, throughout the whole thing, Eddie is selling his knee. You know, throughout the whole thing, just selling his knee, selling his knee, and Eddie, it's a fucking stiff fucking match throughout the whole thing. They're throwing each other on the pavement. The fucking Eddie Kingston at one point gets desperate and he brings out the tax. Um, and then fucking power bombs um, Cody onto the fucking tax, which was kind of cool because they showed the, the, the wrestlers in the audience. And you see Sheeta literally like, oh my God, and crying out for Cody. I was like, oh, this, this match was just fucking awesome. Uh, and then Cody got... Um, Oh, yeah, Eddie Kingston. The uh, Topi Suicida. Uh, you know, Cody did Topi Suicida, and I swear JR must have been the most excited person to announce a Topi Suicida. Like, it was the first time he ever did it. Uh, it was hilarious. Um, uh, and then uh, after the match, uh, JR had, did a dumb, moral style type of joke. Well, that was a very tacky match. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I love the. I loved it. It was a fucking awesome match. I gave it four and a half. 
I liked it. The shit was fucking high octane, fucking everything, and it just got you in it. You couldn't. I for me, I just could not switch the channel. There was no way I was gonna switch the channel. On this. I had a different opinion of it. Compared, I liked it. I didn't love it. Uh, this shit was awesome. Uh, this shit was awesome. Hell, it was good. Um, I I love three and a half. It was good. Yeah. Um, I don't want. I was gonna talk about the. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, after this, uh, Mox does his promo. It's a good promo. Uh, nothing special. He's talking. He puts over uh, Cage and shit like that. Um, and it, it continues that little feud. Uh, MGF comes in the ring, does a little promo with uh, Wardlow, and then he has his match with. Um, where he talks about um, that he he's he's undefeated and all that stuff, and he's in the ring with Griff Garrison, who's like. But he can't. But he can't pretend he was Jungle Boy. Yeah, the way he was saying it. Yeah, he called him Jungle Man at one point because it's a big thing on BTE. This Griff Garrison guy, uh, they keep confusing him for Jungle Boy on BTE. I see how much BTE yeah. that, and he keeps telling him, "I'm not Jungle Boy, I'm Griff Garrison." And then they look in the camera, it's like, "Who the fuck is Griff Garrison?" You know, it's a big gimmick. Uh, and then so they continue that here with him, and he's like, "I'm Griff Garrison," blah blah blah, and. Uh, MJF does a promo on him and blah, blah blah and then he says I'm undefeated and Griff Garrison's like yeah but you lost that tag match didn't you even though he didn't get pinned but he lost that tag match uh, and that's when the fight starts uh, it's a decent match it's not great or anything like that uh, and I normally don't like mid-match promos uh, which MJF does here but I did like the promo uh, where he kind of forces uh, Griff Garrison to to admit that he's undefeated um, which he does but then fights back still to try to get the win he almost gets the win blah 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 it continues for a little bit it was, it was an exciting match it was a lot of fun uh, MJF in the end wins and continues his quote unquote undefeated streak um, good match three and a half uh, same uh, Britt Baker promo Britt Baker I fast forwarded through it I'm, uh, done. I'm done with her I fast forward it was fun. It was funny. It starts off with Reba, um, or and or Rebel. Uh, she starts to, because that's the big confusion is what's her name, Reba or Rebel. You know the commentators keep calling her Rebel, which Britt Baker keeps calling her Reba. Um, so she starts off like, I want to clear, you know, the air. I want to let everyone know how to say my name. My name is, and then at that point, uh, Britt Baker calls her in and calls her Reba, and. And uh, so we, we haven't got that cleared up yet with as to what her name really is. Um, yeah, and Britt Baker just continues with her, her promo. She, she's good at it. They, they, she's a good heel, continuing the whole role model thing. Um, they showed some nasty pictures of her nose surgery. I was like, ugh. Uh, she compared herself to Michael Jordan, which was funny. Um, uh, and yeah, it was just it was just continuing her, making her relevant. And then she announced, she basically said that she she'll be there for all out. Um, after this, we have a Taz promo in the ring, uh, and this was great. Um, basically explaining everything we said, you know, like he, you know, he almost got fired. Like you, we brought it up last week right. because of the Twitter thing. Uh, but cooler heads prevailed. But uh, you know, like he threw in the towel because he's not gonna allow him to to uh, break his arm twice. That's not you know whatever tour whatever whatever CL that is. Uh, it's not gonna happen to him twice and shit like that. Uh, it was a business move. 
That's basically what it was. Um, and he puts over Cage at the same time, puts over Mox, at the same time putting threatening Mox and then threatening Darby Allen. Darby Allen comes out, and uh, then Starks comes out. Now, if you don't watch Dark, uh, Starks had joined. They they showed a preview of this uh, or uh, part of this before this whole thing. Uh, Starks had joined with Taz. I don't know if they got a name yet for them. If it's gonna be like some type of faction. But Starks had joined with Taz and Cage, um, so Taz is I guess managing both of them. So as Darby Allen comes out, he's about to get in the ring with his skateboard and all that shit, and Starks just lays right into him, and um, supposedly. He's concussed from this as well, um, but you can kind of tell he was very winded and shit like that. You can kind of tell like Starks realized that early on, right? Um, uh, but yeah, but they finished the the whole thing, and uh, and then uh, yeah, that's right. Mox comes out to help with the the barbed wire bat and all that shit. It, it was fun. It was fine. the The best part was Taz's promo. And it continued the whole Darby Allen feud and all that shit. And then Starks is getting his little heat off of it as well. Um, after this, they announced the Deadly Draw Women's um, Tag Tournament. Um, which I'm very interested in. See what they do with this. It's going to be 16 women, I guess. Yeah, 16 women divided into uh, 8 tag teams. Um, now, we don't know how they're going to do this. With the name like Deadly Draw, people are assuming that they're going to do the the... The, what's it called the lottery the dead what was it called the lethal, battle the lethal, yeah the battle bowl but yeah. with the deadly draw they it makes it sound like they're gonna do the lethal lottery for it um and just pick teams at random um which might be the case cause they have one woman's tag team and that's the nightmare sisters right so I, I maybe it'll be them choosing the tag teams you know cause and then and then they'll just go from there. Um, but yeah, I'm curious as to who those tag teams are going to be and stuff like that. Um, I wonder if they'll bring in more NWA um, women because it'll be cool to see Thunder Rosa there or um, AK, I forgot, uh, uh, Allison K. Uh, but yeah, so what do you think about yeah, we'll see. The, the women's tag tournament? I mean, uh, it didn't blow me out when I heard it. I'm like, oh, we'll see. Like it didn't do any, it didn't move the needle. Well, I mean, it shows that they're they're putting more emphasis on their women's now, you know, and building up, and hopefully we get more than just like one woman's match on a show and stuff right, like that. Right. You know? uh, Deadly draw eight teams. Uh, Jericho interview. Jericho does an interview with Marvez. Uh, it's a fun little thing. Nothing to write home about. He's in his white shirt that's orange. His white jacket. His white jacket that's now orange because of what happened last week. Uh, and then after this, we have the Bucks uh, defeating the Butcher and the Blade. And this is a false count anywhere. And I thought this was a silly start. Yeah. Where the kitchen. They start in the. I don't care if they start in like anywhere. I don't. That's fine, even if it's a kitchen. It's just that the fact that the Butcher and the Blade were there cutting meat. I was like, this is gimmicky, you know. Yeah, it could have started in the kitchen. Fine, it's just the fact that the butcher and the blade were there cutting meat. Yeah, that was silly. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, silly start. But then the whole thing was just a lot of fun. Um. It, it was just nonstop from that point on. It was just they they slammed them on fucking those metal fucking tables, those kitchen tables, and then one of them was fucking dented afterwards. 
uh, from the Bucks. Like the Bucks got slammed on there. Um, it's just a lot of crazy ass spots all throughout the thing on um, the the Daily's place, whatever it's called. Um, and then uh, and and then there was a missed spot uh, when um, the Blade was supposed to do like uh, I forgot what they call it. Not the not Suicida, but the the other one, a Plancha. He does, he's supposed to do a plancha over and hit the table, go through the table, but he completely missed, misses the table. Oh, okay. Uh, but, and then you hear the thing, this cracked me the fuck up. You hear Tony Schiavone, like, cracking up, like, he missed everything! Uh, so that was funny. Uh, and the match had a great finish. Uh, you know, they, they, they laid them out on the tables, and they went up on the, the, the tunnels, and they... One does the elbow, the other does the senton through the tables, and then you get the double pin. It was a fun fucking match. I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't like it as much as a lot of people are. Yeah, um, it, it was good. It was fun. It kept me interested. It, it, it was good. It was good. Three and a half. I gave it three and three fourths. It, I, I went three and a half. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, like it was good, but I don't know. Like it didn't do again. Another thing that didn't move my needle. At all. Like I didn't care who won. I just and, uh, wanted it to kind of be over. I didn't, like, I didn't care. And uh, that's my end of my hour, right? Yeah. Yep, yes, sir. There you go. All right. So NXT opened up with um, a video package of Keith Lee talking about the opportunities he got in NXT with the North American title. Now he's the NXT champion. And he wants other people to have the same opportunities he, as he did. So he's vacating the NXT North American title. So you can't focus just on the NXT title. Yeah. And... Okay. I'm sorry. I hate that. Why? It's a dumb. You just he just won both. Like so, it's why even wrestle for both? Well, I mean, was, I we know why he wanted the NXT title, and the way he was gonna get it was putting the North American on the line. So once he got the NXT title, like, you know what? I'm, well, he's also vacating. You know what? Give other people chances. You know, the NXT he's like give yeah. him a chance by defending it defending it but the <laughs> NXT, yeah but the, the NXT title like that's the title that made me I want other people to have the opportunities that I had have him defend it have him defend it against those people you know he, if, he if wants to defend the, he wants to defend the NXT championship defend both like I just don't understand like why go for both and then a week two weeks later just relinquish one well I mean you know? you're putting more into it than it needs to be he's they, cause they don't want a double champion then why create a double champion for that moment of him, because they didn't want they. Were, for, I mean, I know why it was for Keith Lee. What they, you know, what what they for, did for Keith Lee to not be. It means he'd have to lose the North American. And they don't want. They don't want him to get. They don't want him to get pinned yet. No, they want him to continue looking strong. And the only way he could do that, when he's the NXT champion, is to have him be a double champion. But anyway, so what they're gonna do is when we go announce it. Uh, I'm series gonna, of triple. I'm gonna pause you right here. I'll leave it. Just leave it. Who's there? Yeah. So we're I'm, back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start the whole thing over again. No, no, no. Just go right. from. Yeah. So, uh, so, wait, wait, so, wait, let me just explain where we're back. Yeah. So William Regal announced that there will be a series of triple threat matches. Wait. Uh, just so you know, uh, we're getting fed. Okay. <laughs> so just so you know why there's a weird uh, transition to okay. this or that. So William Regal announced there will be a series of triple threat matches over the next few weeks. Culminating in a... We'll triple that ladder match for the anti North American Championship at table. Yeah. The first match tonight will be Roderick Strong, Johnny Gargano, and crap, his name. Oh, um, 
Thick Boy. Thug. Um, oh, shit. Wow. Um, Steel? No. No. Hold on. I'll look it up. Hold on. Holy shit. Oh, damn. I had it in my head, too. Just as I was getting ready to... <laughs> wow. Wow. I know, right? Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> um, Is this something Steel? No, it's not either. Hold on. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. God damn it. I know, right? Jesus I, Christ. That's a little embarrassing. All right. So th- so that's a setup for the week. Yeah. So can I interrupt real quick? Yeah, sure, sure. This was what I was talking about, the structure of the show I didn't like. Uh, is that, you know, they announced that Regal has a, an announcement. And we get to the show. Is Regal's announcement is that Keith Lee has an announcement. And then Keith Lee ha- does his announcement. And this is all through Zoom. Like, it's all being done through Zoom. I'm like, okay. Uh, and his announcement is this shit that he's relinquishing the, the thing. And that match we get later. The first match is this match you're about to get through. Right. Like, when it, like, I don't like fantasy booking, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. Um, like, wouldn't it have been better, like, if Keith Lee was just in the ring, in the middle of that ring, making this announcement? They could have done. And then that first match should have been this triple threat match. It would have been harder, like, if, if there was anyone that's flipping through, like, oh, you know, um, for anyone to switch to AEW if that was the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? Opening match and this. and But instead, they give us that this first match that they give us. So, opening match was... Dexter Loomis defeated Killian Game by submission. Killian Dane. Dane. I mean, the match was okay. I liked I'm, it a lot, actually. I'm not a up. fan of Dexter Loomis at all. I don't like... I, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I like the look, but it's, like, he, it's almost like The Fiend. Like, he no-sells almost everything. Yeah, I mean, that's his character. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it. The match itself was good. I like Killian Day. You know, for a big guy, he's pretty quick. I mean, Dexter Loomis is a great athlete. You watch him in the ring, he's quick, he moves. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the gimmick. Yeah. And yeah. it takes I, me I, out I, of I it. can't disagree. And it takes me out of the match a little mm-hmm. bit because it's almost like he no-sells a lot of it. Yeah. But I, I went three and a half. It was still good. Yeah, I went the same. I thought it was still a good match. I uh, Just the structure of it, putting it here, that's where it should have been. Um, well, I'm glad they put it where they put it. They put it up against you know, the Bucks and the Butcher and the League. I know, but like for opening match, it should have been that triple threat. Right. Keep people in your show instead of flipping over. Yeah. Right. Next up. We had bargain. We had on um, bargain store Young Bucks versus Revenge. Ever rise. They came out. They came out looking like the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote it down on my notes that I don't have. They they are super value young books. Yep. And it's weird. Like they, when one of them gets up on the on the, the turnbuckle, the other one gets up right next to him and hugs him. I'm like, mm-hmm. that looks weird. No, they're really too comfortable with that. <laughs> I'm saying. Oh, okay. And then Brizango comes out as the Mountie. I'm, I am done with these guys. But once they get in the ring, though, they're beyond. They that's only for like the injury. Once they get in the ring, they're a regular. They're they're good. You gotta get. You just gotta get past the intro, I guess. Breeze is good, um, and the other guy's fine. It's just that the whole, like, you know, like you said with Dexter Lumis, the whole gimmick of them. It's just, yeah. The matches are good. This match was good too. Right. I went three and a half on this as yeah. well. Same thing. 
But it was just the whole gimmick of them. It's just um. See the Tyler Breeze thing pisses me off because you know I've always been a Tyler Breeze fan. Mm-hmm. And I know he should be one of those guys that they should be pushing as a singles guy. Like even as a cruiserweight, something. Mm-hmm. They got him stuck in his tag team thing. They think that's his ceiling. That's not his fucking ceiling. Yeah. He still should be fighting for a title. Yeah. But okay, so that's three and a half. Yeah. Loomis with the um, Breezango with the win after after a super after a pair of super kicks. Yeah. Um. Oh, before that match, they did a thing with Roderick Strong backstage saying he, he never got a rematch for a North American title. He should he should have the title. Bronson Reed comes in and says this is his chance. He's gonna take it. Gano Gano walks in, makes fun of everyone, and just walks away. Yeah. I do like how the moment Gargano walks in the ring, uh, in the picture, um, Roderick Strong looked so happy to see him. Like, he kind of broke kayfabe right there. And yeah. so as Gargano came in, he was like, my friend, he's here. <laughs> but when they're not supposed to be friends, you know, yeah, that yeah. thing. Um, but it was a fine promo. All right, they, they um, well, back to the down with Dijakovic, and I forgot what's next for him. And what's next is knocking carrying cross on, not out. Okay, whatever. Hmm. Aaliyah, Going up to the main event. Aaliyah and Robert St- Aaliyah with Robert on the um versus Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi with the win. After the match, Shotzi runs over Stone with other leg with the tank and Mercedes Martinez comes in for the save. And then later on in the show she joins Robert Stone. Yeah. Um I actually like this match a lot. I did too. I, I gave it three. I'm sorry. Cool. Uh, three and three quarters. Same. Yep. I'm. Uh, I. I. I find it cool. We're like almost. We've pretty much been the same on every review here. Uh, the match was great. Shotzi is great. Like she's. I'm she's, a huge fan of Shotzi. She has a crazy looking finish. Um, I, 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 I love her character. Danger mm-hmm. the tank thing's a little cheesy, but it's fun. They got to at some point get rid of it. They will. Just getting tired already. No, nah, I'm getting tired. They'll get rid of it at some point. And that her new thing is the ball pit. That's yeah. her, her new catch raise. I mean, she's been saying that for a long time, but like it's like obvious now. Welcome to the ball pit. I'm like, okay. But I also give props to this match to Leah. She getting, she showed, she's getting better. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I hated her. Remember? Yeah, I shot on her every time she, she was in the ring. Cause she looks cute. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. She she, but I thought she is. Mm-hmm. But I think she's becoming more. Yeah, and, and she showed it here. You know, this is a good example of the mm-hmm. NXT program working. Mm-hmm. You know, people improving. Um. Beyond this, and then then she, they they had her run over, like you said, run over his leg again, and then um, Martinez comes out and knees her. Uh, boots her in the face. In the face. Um, continue. Go ahead. So. All right now, next up is the is the hour one main event. That's why I do it hour one hour two. Only how they ended. How each show ended at each hour. Mm-hmm. To me, this was the match of the night for both shows. Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Roger Strong, Triple Threat. This was I went four and a half on this. This was the match of the night for me. I went four. Um, I loved it. When, um, I mean, it was good when Bronson Reed was in the ring with them. It was good. There was a lot of great moves. At one point, Johnny Gargano did the um, reverse Hunakarana like on Bronson Reed, I believe. Yeah. That, the as um as Roderick was going to do the Doomsday thing, right? He does the reverse on um, on uh, Bronson, 
doing the poison rana, and Roderick just falls down. I thought that was cool. And but what the best part of the match became once Bronson was laid out, when it was Roddy and Johnny Gargano in the ring, they put mm-hmm. on a fucking clinic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just, it was like like those was just move for move. It it was like five or six minutes. It was perfect. Wrestling. I want a two hour match with those two. With those two. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm watching, like, what, man, look, I enjoyed it when Bronson Reed was in the ring. I'm like, this is cool. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're pushing him as this big, and he's big. Yeah. And he's agile, too, which is great. Like, he's not just a, a big guy. But, once Gargano and Roddy got in the ring together, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, my I'm, my mouth was a gape. I'm like, yeah. this is perfect. This is an NXT match. They're just going yeah. back and forth, move for move. Nobody's cheating on nothing. They're just going back and forth. At one point, Johnny Gargano went for one final beat. And then out of nowhere, Bronson Reed off the top rope with the splash on Roddy Strong and landed on Gargano's arm. And yeah. Gargano pulled his arm off and Bronson Reed got the win. Yeah, and that was a good win. Um, I liked it because when I saw the match, the, the uh, intro for the match, like who was going to be in it, I'm like, they're going to give it to either Gargano or, or Roddy. That's just the way they do things. Like, Bronson Reed's dad, he's the pin either. He's the other guy to, to get pinned by one of them. Yeah. I'm glad they gave it to him. Yeah. Something different. Well, it does seem like, because I, I have flipped over at this point just to see what they were doing. And I'm like, I didn't see, I didn't know it was the triple threat thing, right? I just saw it was Bronson and Gargano. And I'm like, oh, so they're doing, this is where he's going to lose because he won last week. Bronson's going to lose this week. That type of thing. The 50-50 right. thing. They, but they didn't do that because it seems like they're really now behind Bronson. Right. They're giving and this hard deserves, push. And he deserves it. He's it's, good. It started with that Karen Cross match where he was like I think he gave Karen Cross like the longest match even though he lost it was just like Karen Cross longest match uh, and then he's just been getting a couple wins since then right and now this so yeah and I hope he I kind of I hope he takes it I hope he takes the title I I, I, I still go back to when it was Roddy and Johnny Gagano. I still go back to that I wanted the whole match to be that um I think I we might get we be, might get that a takeover. I was about to say that. I, I, I was about to say I, I won't be surprised that that's a takeover match. Good God. Um, and I like how they're building it up here. You know, this I I love this NXT show because a lot of things were built up really really good. Um, I will say, <sighs> mid event, <laughs> I, I guess uh, the mid card event compared to my mid card event. This was the better mid card event. <sighs> um. Yeah, so it's my turn? Yep. So, uh, so after the Bucks, we have Archer and uh, Jake the Snake Roberts doing an interview. And this was fun. Um, as Jake the Snake was doing his uh, promo, you were just watching Archer just destroy a bunch of I'm, jobbers. I'm sorry. Archer, as a monster for me, I'm done with it. He's not. I will keep. I will. I will die on this fucking bridge. Okay. He should have destroyed Joey Janela. No. <laughs> I will. I, I will. I will die on that fucking sword. J- I swear to God, a, I will. Janela's not one of those jobbers. He was. Yeah, but here's my again. I'm gonna repeat it one more time. When 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 Lance is beating jobbers, he's proven that he can destroy the jobber guys. If he had destroyed Joey Janela, then he's proven that he could beat more than just jobbers. If that's the story that they're trying to say, they sh- that's the story they you know? should be. No. Like that's how many the story they should be saying. Does AEW have? You know, they got Cage, they got 
the Wardlow and they got Archer doing the story that you like, right? You know, they can't do it with every monster. They and should. look at who they're who's he attached with? Um, Jake Saint Roberts. Jake Saint Roberts likes always like doing that. He always like giving jobbers selling for the jobbers, giving jobbers some work to do before before jobbing them out. You know, he always did that. Um, Jake the Saint and. And they're just I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that, but okay. I, I, I don't I don't agree with that. And then it's only with established wrestlers that Archer has trouble with. See, that's the, that's again. Before, I, I, I don't want to harp on this every week, <laughs> but again, that's my problem. You want to create him as a monster? He should be, he should be blown through. I mean, if you get to somebody at that little higher up the food chain, yeah, you know, let them give you a problem. But Joey Janela is a, is a one step above a job. No, I don't think so. I do. No. He's good. He's not one of those guys that you're going to... He's not a jobber to the stars. He's not like a, a Spears. You know, like Spears is a jobber to the stars. You know, jobber, he'll, he'll get all these uh, wins uh, on undercard people and stuff like that. And then when it's time to fight Cody or Archer or whoever, he's going to he's gonna lose. Uh, that's not Janela. Janela... And then Janela is also not really um, exclusive to AEW, you know? That's another reason why Archer should have just destroyed it. But anyway, keep going. Um, okay. So yeah, so throughout this whole video, uh, this promo, uh, Dick Sink Roberts is doing his promo, and uh, Archer is just destroying a bunch of jobber, jobbers uh, in the in the locker room, throwing them all over the fucking place, threw one guy through a fucking ceiling, and then took that same guy and threw him in the garbage. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny. Um, and then I. Uh, and then uh, the one thing I didn't know was that it, it must be fucking hot over there because Jick Sink's shirt was just yeah, fucking that. drenched. Um, uh, where was I? Where was I? Archer interview. And then after this, we have Diamante versus Ivelisse. And, I, and this was a match I was like very interested for. And it wasn't as great as it should have been, I guess. I watched, um, a little, I watched it, but then didn't do anything. No, it wasn't like great, great. Um, it was a final audition. Um, for these two, but it wasn't like, uh, and also like there was no, no explanation other than it being for who gets to fight Sheeta. There was no, they should have did like some type of like, I'm Ivelisse. This is what I'm about. You know, I'm Diamante. Introdu- they should do an introduction, and, and they see, under normal circumstances, you don't have to do that. But they've eaten the problem with AEW. They've done that before. When they bring somebody new in. They give yeah. a little video package to introduce them to the... Yeah, to, and it wasn't and here. They, they should have did it for the... They, they and I kind of feel the reason why was because of that fucking Big Swole promo that interrupted this shit, and that pissed me off. That that should not have been done. Yeah, you're gonna, like, no, that, that that pissed me off, too. Yeah, I was like, like, what the fuck is this doing here? Yeah? You know what it felt like at that point? When they... WWE. When they did that... Not, not even WWE. Forget WWE. Because they do that. It felt like... A squash. It's supposed to be, it felt like that's a new you do during a squash match. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, and the worst thing about the big swole thing is that she had nothing to do with you wanting to rip. Yeah, it was, if it was, it was one, out it, of place. I was like, what is this happening? If it had been swole... Is it just because it's a women's match? They can throw big big, swole in That's it? exactly what it did. If it had been... Like, whoever the big swole is dealing with right yeah. now. I don't know. Bray, Bray Baker. Well, yeah, maybe if Rebel was in the ring having a match. Then you do the big swole thing, yeah. but yeah, it just fell out of place because there was no meat. Like she had, yeah, she has no connection to either one, Evelise or Demonte. She had no connection to either one of them. 
Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it was 30 seconds. It wasn't that but still. Uh, offensive or anything like that, but I was like, eh. Uh, the match itself was fine. And and the, the good, other than that big swole interruption, it didn't really have any commercial breaks. Or it didn't have any commercial break. It was a good six, five, six minute match. And it was decent. It was very decent. And um, it was good. I gave it three and a half. I went three. Three um, and a Yeah, three and a half. And uh, yeah, the, the main thing that pissed me off was that the the, the big swell promo in mid match. Um, I feel like this match put over Diamante. She, Diamante won. I don't think I, I mentioned that. Diamante won and Ivelisse lost. Uh, while she won, I felt like this the uh, Ivelisse came off. I guess more of the star here. Right. I guess because she played the heel in this situation, right. and she came off more of a, as a character. Um. And, uh, and she was in control, too. Like, she was the heel, and Ivelisse was in control of most of the match. And it's just Diamante at the end was smarter. That's why she was pointing to her head at the end. Like, I'm sorry, I, she got the roll-up pin. Yeah, yeah, smarter. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, the three and a half. Yeah. Right. After this, dark... No, I'm sorry. After this, we have uh, Adam Page versus Five, or Adam Five Ang- Ang- Angels, whatever they call it. Um, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Anna Page was in control of the whole match. It went through a commercial. Uh, that was my main problem. It, it just, the commercial thing bothered me. Uh, and, and, and they give you the picture and picture. You know what they're doing now. You know they're doing they're doing a little little contest with the hashtag. Yeah, they try to stop you from sit, Yeah, but I I fast forward through it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, um, yeah, you don't watch live anyway, so it's not gonna help you. <laughs> uh, that's only for the live people. Um, the 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 one and now you, you also brought that up the the other thing I've noticed on both shows when they do picture in picture it's not a lot of rest holds anymore yeah you notice that they're actually still doing like crazy ass moves doing those fucking picture in picture I was like holy shit they want people to watch they want you to stay now yeah. like alright that's great <laughs> uh, so yeah Adam, Adam Page came off uh, well in this match he was uh, very charismatic throughout the whole fucking thing he has charisma in the ring like crazy. Um, during the match, the Dark Order comes out, uh, and they line up the the ramp, and then uh, he defeats uh, Adam Angles or Adam Five Angels, whatever they call him. Um, and uh, then uh, Brody Lee comes out with Colt, and he, he but Colt stays on the ramp. Brody Lee comes in, does his whole thing where he's like, I'm impressed. By this, I'm impressed by that, by you, but I'm not impressed by your lack of friends and all that shit. And he tries to get Adam Page to join the Dark Order, and Adam Page isn't having it because he doesn't want to join a cult. And when you say that, you piss off Brody Lee. Don't call it a cult. And then Brody Lee leaves and takes Colt Cabana with him. And uh, probably because he didn't want to see what he told the rest of the Dark Order to do, which was to attack Adam Page, because right. Adam Page is a friend of his, blah, blah. blah. So is that they're telling more of that Colt Cabana story, and then uh, and then telling more of the Adam Page and Kenny Omega and FTR story here. Oh, why I keep stuffing that down? Um, and then because as they're beating the shit out of him in the ring, here comes FTR with a a cooler foam cooler filled with beers. Because they smashed that shit on one of the Dark Order guys, and the beers just went all over the fucking place. 
Uh, I thought that was funny. That was a funny spot. Like, that should be something they do every week. Just come in with a cooler of beers. Um, and then uh, and then Kenny Omega comes in, but he's too late. He kind of came in at the end. And then uh, FTR, they grab one of the beers. They give it to Adam Page. They shake hands, and they have a beer with Adam Page. You know, building more of that that whole tension between Kenny Omega and Adam Page. You know, the FTR guys are being more of a partners to Adam Page right now. Just they're trying to get into that whole mindset of, of so when they eventually when those two teams meet, you know, right. um, and building up more probably Omega's character. You know, he's getting pissed off more, pissed off more. Uh, they kind of reverse roles basically, um, where Adam Page was the one. That looked like he was gonna flip. Now they're making it look like Kenny's gonna be the one that flips and shit like that. Um, so I thought that was that was good build up for that stuff. Uh, did that already? Did that already? Dark order. And then Omega comes late. And then Jericho Hager uh, versus Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy in a very very fun match. Um, that was, that was like really my only take. It was just a lot of fun. Um, in the end, Serpentico helps them win, hitting uh, Luchasaurus with a bat. Was it Luchasaurus? Yeah. Hits Luchasaurus with the bat. And if you notice that they don't... They just call the bat bat now, right? They dropped the name. Remember they gave the bat a name. Oh, yeah. Remember what the name of the bat was? No. Floyd. I don't know. They can't... You know, <laughs> you realize why they can't call it that now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. what? Um, so, Serpentico picks up the bat, attacks Luchasaurus while the ref was insane. They get the win, and then Jericho gets the code breaker, and then uh, he gets the win. Uh, and then uh, they continue to beat the shit out of uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Serpentico comes in and does a... Uh, um, Shooting Star Press, and then he unmasks and reveals it's Sammy Guevara, the controversial Sammy Guevara. He's back, back from his uh, detention. Um, yeah, the match itself, three and a half. Uh, I go eh, same, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it was fine. It was the low point of it of the show for me. This match, I'm surprised it's Jericho. But well, I mean the whole match. I mean, I like Jericho regardless, but that doesn't mean he's gonna in a tag match like this. He's gonna be the top thing at all. Um, but uh, but I did like the way he ended it with Sammy Guevara coming back and stuff like that. What, what do you what are your takes on that? Sammy being back? I don't care. I mean, he wasn't gonna stay away forever. But do you think it's enough time for him? Or do you think he should have been gone for longer? I think he, honestly, he shouldn't been gone at all. No, I think he should have served some time. Like, he, I, he I should show some punishment and some growth. And this is how you do it. You know? I, I think he did by apologizing to Sasha Banks directly without telling anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, he went about it when it happened and it came out. He went about it the right way. Yeah. You know, he apologized to Sasha but without do, telling anybody about it. He came out later and said he did. Yeah, he came he, out first and then allowed her to comment about it first. Right. And then he came out. And did his video about it. Right. And so, then, like I said, I don't think he should mean... I, I'm a mixed mind about it. I mean, it was fucked up what he said, but it was also three, four years ago. And, you know, everybody's... Not, not everybody's cool with them. Sasha was like, you know what? 
I accept your apology. We move on. Yeah, move on. Yeah. I don't think you should have been suspended. No, I think I, that's I fine. Think but I think whatever. it's I think it's overboard. But I think that's what a company should do. You know, right? Just go overboard, and and especially with how AEW did it, they gave his paycheck to a woman's organization in right. Jacksonville. You know, and then I I think the day before or the day of his reveal that you know they 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 um. They thanked him for the donation and stuff like that, um, or thanked AEW for the donation that they gave. You know, I think he served his time. I think he's he's on thin water. Oh, thin ice. Thin ice. Right. Thank you. Water. Thin water. Thin water. He's, he's going right the fuck through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's on thin ice, and as he should be, you know. But I, I think he, I'm, I think it's good for him to be back. I can't wait for him. I can't see, wait to see what they do next week with him. Um, Go for your your final hour. All right. Um, hour two opened up with only Logan versus um, Timothy Thatcher. Nor can it was good. I love. I it. went three and a half. I'm not a fan of this kind of wrestling. I loved it. This was hard hitting. These two just shows that they were trying to kill each other. I went three and three and quarters on it. I went three and a half. Like I said, it was good. I just I'm yeah. not a fan of the style. Three and a half is not a bad rating. I'm not a fan of the style of wrestling. Give me one second. Next up, they did a little video package with Finn Balor saying he's going to win the North American Championship. Yada, yada. Main event time. Oh, because it's him, Loomis, and... Oh, um... It's the third guy. It's him, Loomis, and it's another guy that they're pushing. Thatcher. Thatcher, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so the main event was Karrion Cross, Dominic Dajakovic. Match started off really slow. Really slow. It picked up later on. You know, because obviously, you know, Dijakovic's more of the athlete here. I mean, Cross is not bad, he's more of a muscle guy. Yeah, yeah. But it picked up later on, and Karen Cross showed some athletic ability. He hung with Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. But it got to the point where Dijakovic, I mean, at one point, Dijakovic was outside the ring with his head next to the stairs, and Karen Cross basically kicked the stairs, knocking Dijakovic out, quote I unquote. Yeah, I, I didn't like the way that looked. It looked bad. It looked, it looked too safe. I mean, not that I want him to really kill a guy, right. but it, it just the the look of it, it just looked really bad. But after that, though, he destroyed him. Yeah. And Keith Lee comes out, Dajakova is his friend, and and Keith Lee goes, look, and Dajakova's like, no. I go, I did this. This is me. Yeah. And basically, the match kept going to the referee had to stop it. Yeah. And then they went, then they went Rocky Four. Yeah. I mean, it became Rocky Four. I mean, at that point, Dajakova was Apollo Creed saying, no, don't stop the fight. This is my fight. Until Dajakovic, quote unquote, died. And then you see that Keith Lee in the ring holding Dajakovic and looking at Cameron Cross. And it was basically Rocky versus Ivan Drago at that point. Yeah. So it was it was what I said it should have been. Just a little bit longer. Right. But it was, it was what I said it should have been. Like, just him killing Dijak. And that gives us a reason. I thought... Uh, what was your review on this? I'm sorry. I went three and a half, three and three quarters. I went, uh, I went a full four. It's me being nice. For I went three three quarters, but I'm gonna be nice and just give him that four. And it was you know incredibly what? I, I could see why you do it because it does set up cross Keith Lee. It was very very good booking. I thought you know, and I uh, and while it was incredibly fucking melodramatic, you know, with the no, it's my choice and all that shit. But I was like, you know, I could get into this. Yeah, 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 and. 
the whole show was laid out very good with I mean except for like that structural thing I told I, right. I said about earlier um I, I was like you know I could get into this like they're, like they're, they're building up why Lee and Cross should be fighting they're building up you know like he went through his friend killed his friend yeah it's Rocky 4 but which I thought was funny because in AEW Britt Baker mentioned Rocky 4 there's no way she would have known that they were going to do this this right. was because this was taped AEW was taped I don't know about NXT um, but yeah. AEW was taped the week yeah, NXT hasn't been live in a while they've been taping a lot of this stuff lately. yeah um so I don't, unless maybe maybe I'm not, I'm not sure how long ago this was taped um they usually taped the week before okay so they usually tape either the week before or like the week of it's never it's not like the old NXT where they tape three four shows at a time it's taped the week the week of yeah I think they tape it with Raw or something. But they do do a live show. I don't know how they do as on like AW. Like AW is like live. They tape and then next week is a tape show and then it's live. That's and it's probably NXT that doing, thing. which makes sense. Yeah. But I'm just not sure if their schedules match up. Right. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, so I said three and a half, three and three quarters. I could see why you gave it four and in another world I probably could. It's a nice four. It's like me being nice to them with my four. Right. It's three and three quarters probably. But I decided to be nice to them and give them the four. And say, hey, here, get, you could keep it. You know? But my match of the night, of course, is that triple threat. My That's my match of the night for both shows. My match of the night is Eddie Kingston, man. That shit was... And it was a different type of Cody fight. Wasn't the usual type of Cody, you know, type of structure. I will fight. say this though, I will give that as my AEW match of the night. Yeah. That's my AEW match of the night. I fucking loved it. And then after that he does a promo. Like you just feel like he's the heel. But at some point he does promos that will make you fucking almost like to tears and shit like that. Cause he shows like this um this idea of vulnerability, you know? Right. Because at the end of the match he was crying. You know? Yeah. You know, and he's and he's the tough guy. He's the bad guy. He's the man. He's the adult. Like that was the good part of his promos. Like up until now, you've been facing kids, but now you're facing a man, an adult. You know? That. And they haven't announced. Like usually, when there's like a big fucking match, they announce. You know, Eddie Kingston is AEW that type of shit. Um, but they didn't do that this. They wanted to get everybody surprised, which is yeah. cool. Well, I think with Eddie Kingston, when will. We'll be the last to know if he's ever signed with AEW, because uh, part of his charm, part of his like, the, the his character is that grind, you know, like he's been doing this for years and he chose like like they mentioned like he sold his boots to pay for his mortgage, you know, right, you know, because he he chose this life, he chose to be a wrestler, doing bar fights and death matches and shit like that you know like this is his life this is what he chose to do you know and now he's here on the national screen I mean he's been you know he's on he's he was on Impact before and he was on NWA before this um so just the idea of having him here which is awesome I, I think they I can see a lot of great matches with him you know he doesn't always have great matches though but when he does there's a series of matches between him and uh, Claudio Castellino. Um, Cesaro. Uh, I, I always forget their, their current names. Um, that with, like, from Chikara that are great. Just based on the story they told. And that's the thing with Eddie Kingston. He could tell a great fucking story. He will, on the mic, 
he's he is the best on the mic right now and that, that'll just be another great promo guy for them for him for them to have right um what are your matches for next week um if you know I don't even know besides that triple threat yeah I don't even know I know next week I didn't mention it but at the end of the Jericho match as they were beating up Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy the best friends come out with OC and then that set up a match for next week where it's gonna be the best friends and wait yeah this is the best friends and Lucha, Lucha Express right the Jurassic Express versus in a circle with the returning Sammy Guevara um I think we have a yeah we're gonna have Sheeta versus Diamante not for a title which is interesting because I thought that whole open challenge thing was for title shots right but apparently it's just to come into the company I guess I don't know uh, but it's uh, Diamante versus Sheeta um and then we're gonna have a tag match defense uh, the world ti- the tag title defense with Omega Adam Page versus the Dark Order um but it's one and two. It's, uh, Stu Grayson and uh, Eva Uno, I believe. And then uh, that was off off the top of my head. That's all I know for now. Yeah. Oh, and then um, Cody and uh, War Warhorse. Alright. Um. Uh, yeah. So yeah, my match of the whole night is Eddie Kingston and Cody. Yeah, my infinite is that triple threat: yeah. Roddy Strong, Johnny Gargano, and Bronson. Your show, your show, show the name yeah. NXT. Oh, unbelievable! Definitely NXT. I, I am glad that they've picked the shit up. I just hope with fans they pick that shit up. Like, I, I, I don't know. Next week is baseball, right? Baseball's back on Wednesdays. Yeah. So I am. I'm very curious about that because that's gonna be a beating. Um, because like I was looking at the, there was a rain delay on one of these baseball shows, and that fucking rain delay ate up. The fucking the 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 demographics, you know, they had like a, the main demographic had an eight point eight, no a point eight, a point eight eight is what they had, a rain delay, okay, <laughs> so we'll see what happens with these shows. Um, so I am curious to see what happens with the, these uh, these ratings with these guys. Uh, but yeah, cool. so. Go on our YouTubes, watch our, our, or you can listen or watch our episodes as we post them. Watch our um, unboxing show called Busted, uh, Boxes Busted Open. And uh, buy our t-shirts at the merch store at the smartgeeks.com website. And uh, take them. And thank you as always for joining us. Don't forget, as always, please keep it in the ring.